if they were just invested in those key moments for a minute and they were paying attention in the background of those images, it would improve them a thousand percent. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, you might also love my book. It's available on Amazon. It is Amazon Prime eligible. It comes in a printed version and a Kindle version, and I am working on an Audible version. There's also a Facebook community um, related to the book and the podcast, and I have a link to both in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening today. I hope that I am able to teach you something to make your wedding images better. So let's dive right into today's topic. I am here to tell you that every single decision that you make in regards to your wedding day affects your images and your photographer's ability to take those images. Like literally, Every single decision you make affects your photographer. Every single one. I'm not kidding at all. You are literally setting your photographer up for either success or failure. And I have laid out 10 decisions that you're going to make in regards to your wedding day. And some of these, you probably have never thought about in the context of how it may affect your photographer's ability to do their job. So let's get started. Let's talk about these 10 decisions that you're going to contemplate on your wedding day or prior to your wedding day and how they are going to affect your photographer and their ability to capture the story of your wedding day. All right, so number one, when you decide to hire your photographer, you may decide to hire your photographer a year prior to your wedding or four weeks prior to your wedding. That is going to impact their ability to photograph your wedding. And let me explain that. You need time to develop a rapport and a friendship, if you will, with your photographer. The more comfortable you are with your photographer, the better images they are going to be able to capture. 
the more trust you have with your photographer, the more that your family and friends are going to see that trust. And when everyone is able to witness the trust that you have with your photographer, the more they are going to trust your photographer. And just by virtue of... I don't know how to explain this in, in really good terms, but when, when everyone sees that you have an ultimate trust with your photographer, they, that trust is just going to roll downhill, so to speak, and they are going to have that same level of trust with your photographer. So they are going, your photographer is going to be able to really, um, get closer in in everyone's bubble and capture more intimate photos and and your images are just going to be improved because of that level of trust you know the further out from your wedding that you hire your photographer i recommend a year out or better you're leaving plenty of time for more emails to transpire between you two more phone calls you're leaving time for more portrait sessions like your engagement session and your bridal session. You're leaving time for more gift giving from your photographer, more questions and answers to take place, and time to develop an actual human connection with your photographer. And this way, when they show up on your wedding day to photograph your wedding, rather than them coming to photograph your wedding and showing up like a hired staff, they are showing up more like a friend with a camera. And that is just going to equate into better pictures. Just trust me on this, guys. Don't hire them online and then meet them for the first time on the day of your wedding. You want to hire them as soon as possible and have time to really develop a genuine connection with them. Okay, number two, the exact photographer that you hire is going to impact the images that you receive from your wedding day. It makes a difference of whether or not they are even physically or educationally even capable of delivering to your expectations. Number three, the ceremony site and the officiant that you choose for your wedding day is going to have an impact on the images that you receive from your wedding day. Sometimes, depending on the ceremony site and the officiant you choose, sometimes there are extreme limitations imposed on the photographer. Sometimes you, the photographer, is limited to where they can stand or move around at. Sometimes the photographer is only limited to shoot from a seated position in a pew. They're not allowed to move around at all. And sometimes in some religious sites and like religious cathedrals, sometimes they have a very limited list of photographers that are even allowed inside to shoot. So this may impact you if you've already hired someone else. You may 
not even have your ceremony photographed if you can't afford to hire someone else. Or you may have to hire someone else at the last minute who you may not have even had time to develop that personal connection with. Number four, the rest of your vendor team can have an impact on your images. Um, I've talked about this before, but your, your vendor team as a whole is only as strong as the weakest link. And if there is a vendor who is weaker or lacking in professionalism or strengths, that creates a stressful situation for all of the rest, rest of your vendors. Your planner, if they're not very capable or experienced or professional, that can create a lot of stress for your photographer. Um, or if you desire, decide to have your wedding day without a planner, sometimes the photographer has to step in and act like a planner and run that timeline so that your day is efficient and you have, you know, everything gets captured according to your timeline and you have all the moments captured that you wanted. Um, your venue that you select if it's a rundown, messy venue, uh, it's it's hard to photograph around mess, for lack of better words. I photographed a wedding once where it was not kept well. There were a lot of electronics hanging from the wall with just cords and extension cords and cable wires and just things running everywhere. I mean, it looked like black spider webs just going everywhere. And it was very hard to keep my creative mind in a positive place just because it was so messy. Uh, the DJ that you hire, uh, sometimes you get a, a DJ with an A plus personality and they instantly want to take control of the timeline and they just have their mindset on doing things their way. And that, that sometimes just makes for a very stressful situation or they have, you know, their laser lights and they don't know when to turn them off. So the key moments of your reception, you know, your first dances, your bouquet and garter tosses, or your speeches and toasts look like the SWAT team showed up. That's going to affect the, your images or sometimes your videographer doesn't, you know, they may do most of their work in the nightclubs. So they show up to your black tie wedding dressing like they're videoing nightclub dancing. And it doesn't, it causes stress between for the photographer because then all of the, all of your family and friends thinks the videographer is part of the photographer team and that doesn't work well. Sometimes your makeup artist takes too long. They're not aware of the rest of the timeline and they cause delays in the timeline. Again, if you, if you couple that with a photographer who is less experienced, who can't work fast, who doesn't think on their feet, who can't recover on the fly, plan ahead, solve problems quickly, who isn't very familiar with their equipment, who isn't good at problem solving, that's going to create not the best images. 
If you have a makeup artist who uses a lot of glitter, that doesn't work well with flash because the glitter reflects light and that creates a lot of problems in post-processing. You know, even a shiny lip will reflect light. Even if you, uh, even wet teeth will reflect light and cause problems in post-processing or not problems, but just extra time. And a less skilled photographer may not know how or want to take the time to correct that in post-processing. Your videographer, we just talked about their attire, but sometimes another problem that sometimes photographers have with the videographer is ego. I haven't had this problem, but I have talked to other photographers and read many stories online where videographers and photographers are competing against each other on wedding nights, jockeying for position, stealing the couple's time. You know, they're competing with posing and directing the couple too much, or if one or the other is more of a photojournalistic, you know, shooting from a photojournalistic style, and it just doesn't mesh well when their styles are drastically different. Graceful Moments Weddings and Events is an award-winning wedding planning and event management company serving San Antonio, Austin, New Braunfels, Bernie, and anywhere you are. We offer full wedding planning, coordination, and event management. We specialize in and love romantic, elegant, classic, and memorable weddings. It is our mission to provide you with superior service, a unique experience, and quality coordination services. Visit us at GracefulMomentsWeddings.com to learn more about how we can help you plan your special day. All right, number five, how long you decide to hire your photographer for. If you haven't given them enough time, again, if your photographer isn't a veteran hasn't been working as a wedding photographer for very long, that's going to affect your images because, again, you want a photographer who can work fast, who thinks fast, who can recover fast and plan ahead and solve problems quickly, and who knows their equipment inside and out and, again, is very good at problem solving. Number six, whether or not you plan on feeding your photographer at your reception. If it's close to dinner time and they are smelling the filet mignon coming from the kitchen, but you have already told them they're not getting a meal and all they have is a protein bar in their camera bag, you cannot tell me that's not going to affect their ability or their desire to work at 120%. Or even worse, if you didn't let them know they weren't going to be fed and they haven't prepared something, you know, if they didn't bring anything of their own to eat, they might not have, you know, they're going to, to be resentful when they don't get a meal And they don't have that protein bar. That's going to affect your images. Uh, Number seven, 
Your bridal party and your immediate family members can affect your images. Let's talk about the bridal party first. I, I've actually experienced this. The girls, let's talk about the girls. If they've recently had a wedding, a lot of them, not a lot of them, this, this is actually kind of rare, but it happens. You will have that one bridesmaid who just got married and maybe is still riding on her wedding high. She will want to pipe up to the photographer and share some of the experiences that she loved from her photographer. She will want her bride, you know, her bride friend to have some of the same experiences and same images that she got from her photographer. So she will pipe up constantly. Well, at my wedding, we did this. At my wedding, we did this pose. And at my wedding, my photographer did this pose. This is a surefire way to kill the creativity that your wedding photographer is having. Another thing that happens pretty often with bridesmaids is that you will have a bridesmaid who doesn't really 100% and genuinely have your best interests at heart. And for whatever reason, they will compete to be the center of attention on your wedding day. And that will put you in a bad mood. When you're in a bad mood, you are not going to be joyful and smiling and in a good mood, and you will have resting bitch face in a lot of your images. That's going to affect your images. Sometimes your mom and or your mother-in-law can put you in a bad mood, and that's going to have that same effect on your images. I've never experienced this, but I have photographer friends who have told me stories about dads and them being notorious for scolding the photographers who they think are slacking on the job. You know, dads usually aren't there when we begin the day at 7 a.m. shooting everything that's happening all day long with no bathroom breaks, no lunch, running around, acting like a crazy person. But then, you know, at 6.30 p.m., they finally see us set down for 10 minutes during dinner and they feel the need to come lecture us about slacking on the job. That's going to put your photographer in a really bad mood and that is going to impact the quality of your images to some degree. This is actually something that happens to me and my weddings quite a bit. And this just may be me nitpicking, but I really think this affects the quality of your images a lot. But one of my pet peeves with your or your wedding parties and your family members is that during the key moments of your wedding, when I'm photographing your first dances, your toasts, I try to get mom and dad, grandparents, and your wedding party in the background. I want them paying attention. I don't want them checking their Instagram, TikTok, to see 
if it's gone viral yet. I want them paying attention. I want them invested in the moment. And it really does hurt my heart a little bit when they're not paying attention. It could help your images so much better if they were just invested in those key moments for a minute and they were paying attention in the background of those images. It would improve them a thousand percent. All right, that brings us to number eight. What dress you choose for your wedding day? This is a big one, ladies. If you are going to be tugging at your dress all day, if it's, you know, if it's um, strapless or sleeveless or spaghetti strap and it's not comfortable, if it's going to be slipping all day or if the tool underneath is making your legs itch like crazy and you are constantly battling with your dress all day, it's noticeable in your images because there are not a lot of times where you're not making a crazy face because you're just in uncomfortable pain all day. So choose a dress that doesn't bother you. I mean, you need to choose a dress that you look good in, but you also need to choose a dress that isn't driving you nuts all day. Also, make sure that you make sure the material is something that you can't see through, especially if you, if your ceremony time is going to be at that near sunset or during that golden hour of the day, close to when the sun is close to the horizon. Because believe it or not, I have shot weddings where I have had to do some pretty serious photoshopping on the bride's gown so that you could not see her thigh gap because I could not let myself deliver those images to that bride knowing what they really looked like. I just could not do that. So know that the thickness of the material of your wedding gown does matter if you if your ceremony time is going to be near sunsets and and the sun is going to be shining through your gown. Number 9. If you are going to cut anything extremely short, and I'm referring to your ceremony time, your first or not your first dance, but any of the songs, your first dance songs for the couple or with your dad or your mom or anybody else. If any of those moments are going to be cut shorter than usual, tell your photographer. Because if I don't have, if I don't know that I don't have a standard amount of minutes to tell the story with images, it's going to be detrimental to your images. I'm not going to have time to work the angles to include your family in the story or include your guests or to be creative and artful with the images. I'm going to get very, very basic images. I'm not going to be able to be, to, to utilize my, all my skills to tell that portion of your day. So if you are cutting anything short, you know, if if you tell me your first dance song 
is such and such by whoever and i look up that song and it's four minutes and two seconds but you tell your dj fade the song out after 30 seconds i'm going to be surprised and you're going to be surprised when there are six songs from your first i mean six images from your first dance so tell your photographer everything and that includes everything from this list just not from if you're cutting anything short And finally, number 10, this is going to affect your images. Any of your guests who drink too much or indulge in too much alcohol on your wedding day can affect your images, specifically if they decide to harass the photographer. And luckily, this has never happened to me, but I have read in the national news about... And sorry, groomsmen, but male groomsmen who have decided to harass and in some cases sexually harass the female photographers. You know, it started out early in the day when they were photographing the the groomsmen getting ready and then just escalated throughout the day where it finally ended up. During the reception, the male groomsman following the female photographer into the restroom, taking her camera from her and breaking it. If I remember, this has been a few years ago, but if I remember correctly, I believe the story ended with the female photographer ending her services at that exact moment and walking out on the couple explaining what had happened and then walking out on the couple and I would say that I would probably have done the same thing so in closing just know that every single decision you make on your wedding day literally affects your photographer's ability to do their job therefore You want to hire the absolute most qualified photographer you can if you have any expectation of good photos from your wedding day. All right, guys, if you learned something today, please share a screenshot anywhere, I don't care where, and tag either Complete Wedding Ed, that is Complete Wedding ED, or Add a Girl Photo, A-T-A Girl Photo, Or just help me spread the word and tell some of your engaged friends or all of them about my book and this podcast. You can find more about my wedding photography at At A Girl Photo. Again, that's atagirlphoto.com. I am on pretty much every single social media platform there is. You can find me either by searching for At A Girl Photo, A-T-A Girl Photo, or Complete Wedding Ed. Actually, I'm only on Instagram for Complete Wedding Ed. If there is ever a topic you want me to cover or a specific question you want me to answer, please email me at Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y, at atagirlphoto.com. Thank you so much for listening today. I enjoy sharing my knowledge with you, and I hope you learned something to help make your wedding day images better. Have a stupendous day. I hope you really have a fabulous day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. 
If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you again during the next episode.